Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jimmy! Okay. Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back to speaking the contemporary. What's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by Good Hope Road Studios. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty. T.Y., what's good, Ty? How you feeling? It's all good in the neighborhood, JB. All good in the neighborhood, live from the 215. You know how we do it. And you know I can't forget my other co-host, the lovely Miss T with the T. What's up, T? How you doing? Doing good, Jimmy. How about you? I'm doing well, Mom. I'm doing well. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Also, family, remember, follow us on Instagram at Jimmy Bonds Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Bonds, and make sure you join the Jimmy Bonds Podcast Facebook group. Make sure you join the Facebook group. We're going to continue to open the dialogue. Moving right along, family, tonight, 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 we are covering a topic mm. that I think is very important. I think that we all need to discuss. I think we all need to have some better understanding about it. But tonight, family, we have a full house. And before I introduce the topic, I want to introduce, actually, let me just tell you the topic first, and I'm going to introduce the guests, because we have a full house tonight, family. So tonight, we are going to be talking about the LGBT community. And I don't, I know that's kind of a broad topic, but we're going to be, you know, fine-tuning and making sure we cover some particular issues within it. But I wanted to talk about this because I find that there are so many people, not just me, there's so many people who are ignorant to, to the community. And what I mean by the ignorant, ignorant is not a bad word. I mean, they don't understand, they don't know. So what I wanted to do was actually get some people who are part of the community, come and share their story and their experience. So kicking it off, let me get over to my man, Los. What's up, Los? Los of the yeah. Los Lounge Podcast. What's up, Los? How you doing? Go ahead, introduce yourself to the family, man. Salute kings and queens. Salute everybody. This is Carlos from Los's Lounge Podcast. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me the time to, uh, to be here. Yeah, I'm the host of my podcast show, Los's Lounge. And over at Los's Lounge, at the lounge, we talk about everything. It's kitchen table talk. It's pop culture talk, music talk, mental health talk. There's interviews. There's personal reflections. There, it's a, it's a mess. It's a fabulous mess. So I invite everyone to come to the lounge. Available everywhere. Yes. And I invite everybody to check it out as well. Please, please, please check out Los's Lounge podcast. It's dope. Los has been a super, yeah. <laughs> super supportive. He's been so super supportive of the podcast, of our podcast. And he has definitely oh, yeah. shown major love all the time, every day, any day. I'm telling you, believe me, he's definitely behind us. So, Los, we thank oh, you for yes. coming on tonight. Let me introduce our second guest, Miss Davida Miles. What's up, Davida? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. Introduce yourself, introduce yourself to the people. So, my name is Davida Miles. I'm from D.C. I'm a four-time Emmy-nominated producer and TV video editor. Um, I've been helping out in the LGBTQ community for a long time now, um, mentoring kids for about 10, 15 years. And I'm super excited to be here to talk about whatever you guys have that's opened up on the table. And there's no mm-hmm. such thing as a stupid question, dumb question. We just here to educate the people and give them what they want. Davida, can't thank you enough for being here, sis. Let me tell you, you know, Davida's family, she, she's back home in DC with, with my family back home in DC. 
she has really given me a lot of insight and wisdom with some of her experience and stories and telling me about some of the things she's been experiencing. So I thought this was definitely, she would definitely be a great person to have on tonight besides her Emmys and, you know, being nominated for Emmys and, and the work that she's done. She has extensive knowledge and not just in, you know, the community, but more as, as far as media and, and the media outlets. So I really appreciate her for coming on tonight and sharing the story. Last but not least, I'd like to introduce you to my boy, my boy, my boy from way back when, since we was kids, my man, Jim. Jim, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man. Hey, everybody. I'm Jim. I'm originally from Bethesda, Maryland. Now I live in New York City and uh, I'm a theater enthusiast. I love theater. I'm enthusiastic about theater. I'm enthusiastic about everything in life. Um, But in theater, I love everything, acting, writing, directing, teaching puppetry magic anything i um, have had a chance to do working backstage anything i've had a chance to do um i've done and uh i'm gay and uh yeah i guess we're going to talk about all that stuff together so i'm I'm really i'm really happy to be uh here with you jimmy yo jim i can't thank you enough for coming on the family thanks you the team thanks you we thank all three of you guys for coming on tonight because you know it's not easy to share all the time but it's important to share and have people understand exactly what people, you know, what people live, what their experiences are. I think we just all live our lives and don't think about whatever everyone else is going through because we're so tunnel vision at times. So I think this is so important and vital. Um, Jim, Davida, Los, thank y'all for coming on tonight. We're going to kick it right off. I'm going to jump off with the first question, okay? This is for everybody. You know, this is directed to one, one person indirectly. Can you guys explain to me what are some of the misconceptions that people have about, the, about people in the community? What, what are some of the misconceptions? Lois, go ahead if you want to answer first. Um, I think there's there's many. One that really jumps off the top of my head is just that uh, there's this one image of a gay man, right? And it's either you're either this big jock, you know, what have you, or you're just like this feminine um, gay male. And there's so many different, you know, it's like humans. We come in so many different looks and shapes and sizes and there's you know so there's that one thing i think through time though like media is kind of showing you other different things but um I, there's so many i can think of off the top of my head but that would be the first one you know that'd be the first one davida davida what do you think of some of the misconceptions to be honest i feel like it's not so much like a misconception it's just like a miscommunication you know people are so worried about being canceled or saying the wrong thing or <laughs> feeling like they can't really express themselves around people who might be different from them. So um, as long as we could just come out and like, I would say like miscommunication or us not being willing to like, you know, speak to each other in a different type of way. That's the biggest misconception. Cause if you don't know, a gay people are like some of the most friendliest people. So come on now. (laughs) The rainbow flag should just be, we all are here. We all fabulous. So we can talk about whatever freely. And you know, if you just got a question, just come correct. Like with any other Mm. Jim, how do you feel? Well, just building on um, the idea of there being so many, even within ourselves, sometimes we think of ourselves as one monolithic monolithic group, or, you know, if we're not, we're defining ourselves based on that. For example, term bear, something I was so excited about when I was younger. And now I realize like, when you say that if you're not this, then you're a bear, then you're saying there's this default normal gay and then everything else is an other um so we other each other and you know sometimes we 
use these ideas in one ways when one way when we're at one age and then you know we keep uh i don't know the the relationship keeps getting more complex as we get older and um, yeah i could definitely understand that i can i could definitely i mean it, it just develops like no like normal people develop i mean no one's the same when they're 16 to when they're 36 you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i mean I'm, I'm sure as 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 we evolve you people in the community evolve it's not even about like for for me, it's really about understanding. I think Davida was right. The miscommunication that we have between people who are not a part of the community and people in the community, we just not we're not talking enough. Which is why I thought this podcast would be key. Which is why I thought this podcast was important. Um, T, I know you got a question. Go ahead, jump in there with a the question, sis. Do you feel that um, it's getting better versus how it was? So like I know, like you have you know how everything has to progress over time. How do you how's your feelings on that? Ideas are spreading, but also there's, I mean, there's more people than ever. So there's Mm -hmm. more. And, you know, as time goes on, each idea gets more and more developed and subdivided. So I don't know. I think it's, uh, it it gets more complex. Okay. (laughs) I can understand it. I can understand it. I would say definitely in the early 2000s and 2010, do you like even think that little Nas X could be out explicitly the way that he is right now yeah no 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 way in the world no and like that like if if you if you said that like to me in the early like 2010 anywhere in between that that there'd be like a especially a black gay male like out rapper like that right there just like even though he does get like kickback and everything like that but still to be like on the BET Awards, yeah. never in my entire life. With another man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Like man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he's whoa. killing it right now. He, never, he's absolutely never. killing it. He's everywhere. I mean, I just saw him uh-huh. the other day on, on an Uber commercial with uh-huh. I mean, I'm just like, dude, mm. like, you're everywhere. Like you're everywhere. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You made it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you, you definitely yeah, made it. No, I mean, he's, he's everywhere. He's doing it. I mean, those, yeah, those that who, just shows the gap. You got Elton John, and then you got right now. <laughs> like exactly. that's how far yeah. like it has. Come but from see, but see, that's the thing too. So you know, people. There's been people even before him that have been. But well, first of all, to answer the question, is it getting better? I would say so. Yes, but the other side of the coin is that I feel like within the community, there's still much progress that yes. needs to be done within you know we've been having fabulous gay icons like little nas x you know what somebody said if would he gotten away with that in 2008 2009 i think so i think so absolutely because the doors have been open we just needed someone to kick it down and 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 really and and show us something different give us some new life i think it's fabulous what that young man is doing he's killing it and i didn't i gotta be real even just when he had that one song out you know, I was excited that he was another gay guy doing it. But then I was just, even I was dismissive. But I got to say, this has been the year of Montero. Montero showed up and Montero showed out. Yes, he did. Yes, he, yes, did. he did. No doubt. No doubt. And, now and the music's I, good. I, the music's not bad. No, I no. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And now I believe there's a um an NFL player that just came out, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play play for the Raiders. I forget his name. Yeah. His name is, is, is yes. not in my Carl mind Nassif. right now. What's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Carl, Carl Nassif. Now, do you think he would have came out? Do you think he would have came out in 2008, like you said? No, the culture at the at Penn State, like and in Pennsylvania and around everywhere. Like when I was there, like he was on when I used to work for their um, television show. 
he was one of the players that like I would interview or talk to and never crossed my mind that he was gay. <laughs> like yeah. he's a big dude. Like he's a ginormous guy, like in person. Yeah. So it's like that never, that type of thing in the locker room is like, nobody's really thinking like that. Everybody's like coming off as very cisgender. The way that he did it, I think was a lot smarter than like Michael Sam. Cause it was like, he was already kind of established. Like that wasn't his first team. The Raiders was not his first team. I think he was with like Cleveland before that. So he already kind of had his brand established, but like, I would say like Michael definitely had like a way harder time. Like, and I don't think it was necessarily fair. Like at the yeah. time when he came out, I feel like people were were trying to say like, it was too much, but then you get like Nas X who's just like out. And I mean like extremely out, like to the point where he can lap dance on the devil. Like who, who can do that in 2008, 2008? Yeah, that kind of threw me Nobody off. Yeah, it. that I wasn't with that one. Nope. Religious, but all right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what like, it is. No, like, nah. Like, you can't, like, if you told me somebody would do that, I'd be like, yo, that, is this a boondock skit? Like, each one each one that happens not the boondocks each one that happens though it feels like it opens the door and like just makes each the next person who's the first to do something or the first to do this just gets a little easier each time and so (laughs) every one of us that can come out it's so great when we do come out you know yeah yeah that's a that's a true story yeah, I don't nice. know about the dancing with the devil part, though. I still can't get with that. <laughs> no, right. nobody well, cares But even when it's not a match. That's where I say bye, Montero. Fair enough. But even when it's not a match, each little thing, you know, because we have had some gay people who we also wish we could be like, oh, stop <laughs> representing <laughs> us, please. Um, but we, I still am excited every time one of us goes forward a little. Oh, bit. absolutely, that's absolutely. That's what's up. Absolutely, that's what's up. Hey, one Ty. of those people is Caitlyn. Yep. Caitlyn Jenner. Like I oh. still have. Oh, it. I was gonna bring yeah. that up later. Yeah, we, we was gonna talk I about that. I want to know what you think about that. Yeah, yeah I bring I, I that could, up. Yeah, we, we definitely. <laughs> want, uh, yeah. I'm bringing oh, that up <laughs> from your face. <laughs> Yeah, I can, yeah. That oh, a, that's a Pandora's box of opinions. Yes. I prefer to, I, I prefer to refer to Caitlin as Katie because to me, this is the okay. age of this is the age of a little girl. Caitlin is not in terms of time time out and all. Yeah, Caitlin is on the earlier end of gay adulthood nope. and LGBTQ outness. Yeah, so I do you know. I think uh, because it's this really successful person who the whole world knew, you know, they wanted Caitlyn to be our spokesperson. Yeah. Standard bearer. And Caitlyn is not, you know, that um, the reality show, the reality show was very horrifying. Some of the things she said, I think it's so sad when one of ours um, is going to use their power to hurt uh, marginalized people, and yeah. I'm glad Caitlin is not going to be the governor of California. Yeah, yeah, shoot, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 and then, and just seeing the way, and this is just me looking at it from a different. I, I was turned off just from the fact of how, like, after he received the award, I mean, good for you, you, you know, transition, woo woo. Yeah, like I'm, I'm all for Ouch. you. That's cur- courageous. I'm with you. But when I saw the way and the demeanor that he she was acting towards the family, and I'm not look, I don't give a damn about a Kardashian. That's not 
you know, but I just, I was like, damn, like you would about face with your family like that. And there's this certain pomposity and arrogance. And I was just like, your own family, then your kids, then you. So I look at it from that point and I'm just, it made me lose respect over that, but okay. definitely doesn't represent me or any, whatever. I can, I can dig it. I can definitely dig it. Yo, Ty, I know you got a question, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. I know you got to go. You, yeah, you know, we're going to go to break some, but I know you got a question, bro. Louis, you mentioned um, that progress needs to be made within the community. What are you referring to as far as progress needs to be made? Like, what has to be done? Um, I think we need to talk more. I think we need to get to know each other more and realize that um, we, we have so much more in common, even when we don't agree. For instance, you know, I'm a proud gay male. I'm Puerto Rican, but I can tell you coming up in the scene, it, 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 I wasn't really too well received unless you knew me. Because once you get to know someone, you know, you let down, you, you learn, you can appreciate and you kind of let down your guard. But I can tell you, even till this day, there's still, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of infighting sometimes. The other day I got attacked and I was called transphobic for my from my latest episode and i i wasn't you know bash if you if you would have heard the episode you would have heard me on a support trans everyone we were making just commentary on the dave Chappelle episode and i gave a little feedback and someone just randomly slid in my dm and just went in and called my show trash this that they didn't want to have a discussion so i feel like if you're not ready to sit down and you know, um, come to the table and relax and just talk. We can agree to disagree. So, and I feel like that's missing a lot in the community. I don't know. I can speak for that around my area, especially with gay men, but I would like to think that times are changing. I can tell you what, this new generation, they're coming up and they're doing it and they are doing it so much better than my generation was. And I'm, I'm here for it. Woo woo. Like they are really doing it and they're courageous and they're fearless and they're smart. And, and I think they're, they're trying their best to break that, you know? So I can say that much for my, for my point. Sorry. That was a long answer. No, I mean, but it was, it was the answer though. I mean, it was, it was what it was, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it, and that's the thing. Like you, you talked about it. You, you, even in the community, you guys, you guys, I mean, people don't talk enough. I mean, I think it, it's one of those things that people, people don't want to talk about what they feel passionate about it. Sometimes they might be proven wrong. You know what I mean? If they, if, if, and I think people are afraid to be wrong. It's okay to be corrected. It's okay to be, to be one of these people that says, if you don't know, you don't understand. And even within the community, if you don't know, you don't understand. It's okay to ask questions. As Davida said, it's okay. No question. It's a stupid question, but I think, mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to, to ask these questions and to clarify um, between between us as people in this society that we live in, because as I say, with everything, we all have to coexist. We all have to have to find a way to live together and not be so at each other's heads about what our views are, how we identify any of that. You know what I mean? In the day, we're all people. We all have some of the same experiences. We all things we can relate to no matter what our, our sexual preferences are, or anything of that nature. It's about it's about people understanding people. And that's the way I feel about it. In the yeah. Day. You know, it's about us understanding each other. But, you know, in saying that, I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk about some more things. We're going to talk about some more some more experiences you guys have had. But this is, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it kicking off already. I'm definitely loving it. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You listen to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. Listen to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. 
Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at Jimmy Bond's podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Jimmy Bond's podcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, family, again on this, excuse me, again on this episode, we are continuing our discussion with or about rather the LGBT community. We have some fantastic guests, some friends, some family, everybody that's that's here sharing with us. I got my man Jim, my man Los, my sister Davida, everybody sharing their story and their experiences. But on this particular next segment, I wanted to kick it off and talk about something that I think everybody in the community at some point, well, hopefully everybody might go through. But I wanted to talk about coming out. We talked about celebrities coming out. And we talked about, you know, what what it's like each time somebody somebody comes out. But I wanted to get you guys experience about coming out. Did you feel that? Well, let me, let me just ask you this even before I even ask that question. What was your experience like coming out? Ooh. I mean, Los, not Los. If, if you everybody got quiet. To everybody I know everybody got Ooh. different experience. So that, like, I was looking at first, their faces. <laughs> that was perfect. Um, I, I'll make it short and sweet. I, I would, I, so listen, I was 19 and um, I used to go to this club called David's um, or, or it was called Taboo. I'm sorry. By the time I got whatever. Anyways, I did a raffle and you put your name and your address and your cell phone. This is like 2001, you know, the Motorola cell phone. Don't, don't hate on me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't win the contest, but I never thought that they would send mail to the house. You see. And so one day my mom's like, she gets a piece of mail from the, isn't this the gay club in downtown? I said, yeah, mom, that's the only place. If you've been on my page, you know, I love me some Madonna queen of music. Yes. Yeah, you, you, um, love Madonna. you do love Madonna. Oh, I, yeah. that, that's my girl, her and Janet. That's all I need. So I said, you know, I was like, mom, this is the only place that plays this type of music. Like, come on, I'm trying to get down. And then I was like, you know what, brother, just do it. Just tell her like, it's out there. It's obvious. And I did. And uh, it was quite the experience. I mean, this woman wanted grandkids. Like, I don't know what she saw for me. But and I love you, mommy. But <laughs> it broke her heart. My pops was on board from 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 the get. My pops was on board, and thank God because he's the old school macho Puerto Rican type. So that could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, that was my experience. I was out, and once I was out, I was out. I was like, you know what? I'm done because I'm still me. Yeah, no, it's, no. St- it's, this, it's still the same show. Come on now. Yeah, so, I mean, but yeah. that's that's so different that that your mom your mom had more hesitancy than your dad did. Like that was, I think that's dope. I think that's just, I think every experience is different. So to even hear that is, is really dope. And, and it pissed me off at the time. I'll say because I grew up hearing about my mom's gay best friends back back in New York. All these stories and just whatnot. So I thought she would be, but she came around about a year later. I'm getting calls. Can we go out to the club? Can we do this? Who are you, mom? Who are- <laughs> mom, have several seats. Have several seats. No, they're great. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm That's blessed. what's up. That's what's That's up. That's amazing. Yeah, that is definitely amazing. That is definitely amazing. Jim, you, you want to share, awesome. bro? Well, yeah, I mean, for me, um, coming out was um, that same era, and it was a long process of 99, 2000, 2001. And um, 
it was just a very awkward time. Lots of awkward conversations, lots and lots of awkward, but it was not nearly as awkward as being in the closet was. Being in the closet was awkward for me all the time. So many interactions. I mean, I had to hide my thoughts, you know, then when you get used to being open and honest, then it's like you look back and you're like, wow, <laughs> I can't imagine having to go back to, to where I was. I don't know. I think for anybody who's thinking about coming out, just I know it will be awkward, but it can't be more awkward than the situation you're already in. And, you know, so for people who if it's safe for you to come out, you know, if you have physical safety and you have you think you're going to be OK, you know, I really recommend you do it. Um, Because it feels really wonderful. And then give people time to deal with it. Because if I realized like I was, I didn't tell people till I was 19. That's when I started telling people the first little bit of it. If I gave myself 19 years to get comfortable enough to say it, you have to let other people, especially people who are much older than you, you have to just give them time. Um, But you don't have to put up with their BS forever either. But yeah, I think I hope people will come out. And if you come out, you'll affect more than one person. You'll help more than one person. That's my two cents, I guess. That's that's dope, bro. And and I'm gonna tell a story about that when after Davida. I'll tell a story about, about Jim uh, coming out with with yeah. No, actually, uh I was outed, so uh coming out was like super rough for me. Like my best one of my best friends of like from kindergarten, like sandbox, like outed me on my eighth grade graduation. I thought I had like confidentially told her like, yo, I think I might be gay. <laughs> and then like, next thing I know, it's like circulating around the school. And I'm like, what the, like, you know, I'm just in this space where it's like, all right, you know what? I don't want to deal with this no more. Then like a couple years later, this trick comes out and I'm like, you know what? How you want to do me like that? So it's just kind of funny how things work out. And like, it took her a while to come into her gayness, but I was like already into my, I already knew like, you know, when people say like, when you know, you know, like pretty much for the most part, like I knew since I was like five. So, yeah. but it was just like, my family was like super religious grew up in a black church and everything like that, like family, some reverence and things like that. So it was like something that I really couldn't define. Like, I don't know who many, how many people was gay at that time coming up, but like 2000 was like Ellen, maybe Uh, (laughs) like that's why he was going as a role model. Like there's no gay black role models. There's no, you know, maybe Tracy Chapman, like who knows? Mm -hmm. Like you just really didn't have anybody to like, look at and say like dang like I wish that it was somebody that I could like talk to or speak to and even still like majority of the people who comforted me were not from the black community they were from like the white community like white gay people were way more far out um at that time and I think it's just like a fear of like losing your family like and having that comfort like always being able to go to the church always being able to go to different events and not have people like give you that side eye or give you that look like something's wrong something's off something's different you don't always have to feel like you want to explain yourself to people so as I got you know more comfortable with who I was like you know my mom and my dad and everybody like that like they got more comfortable with me as I got more comfortable with myself so being able to have like that college experience get away like take some classes like human health behavioral science classes or something get into a group 
um, with peers and people like you, you start to, you know, kind of understand and come and see yourself. So I definitely would say like, that's something that I, I wish that all people could do, but I know that's not like necessarily a possibility, unfortunately. The fact that we have so many people that's out right now and people can look and say, wow, like their life, they're still successful. Um, that was like the, the biggest fear that my family had was like, oh, if you're out, you're not going to get a good job. You're not going to be able, like people are, are going to look at you, they're going to discriminate against you. And <clears throat> honestly, once I came out, it was the complete opposite. Like I had a, a lot more support than I had backlash. So mm. now, now, I mean, you said so much in, in that, <clears throat> you know, you definitely talked about, you talked a lot about like the side eye particularly in the black community it's so different within each <clears throat> each culture you know what i mean it's so different for people i mean we, i have I, i'm i'm blessed to say that we have different people on here from different backgrounds on the show so it's like we get to really get a diverse you know a diverse outlook and a diverse experience from everybody so it's 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 really important um i wanted to tell this quick story real quick when when jim came out okay me and jim like i said me and jim go back to I started school. I started our, our school in sixth grade. I think I met Jim in seventh, eighth grade. So me and Jim been, been friends forever. And yeah, the, the the time that he came out was probably like Jim said, about 90, 99, 90, 98, 99, 2000. And we used to party a lot. We used to go to University of Maryland and party hard. We used to go and get trashed. And Jim is really a comedian. Jim is funny as hell. He has kept me laughing my whole damn life. Okay. So when he came out to me, I thought it was a joke. Straight up honest. I'm just being honest with you. I thought it was a joke. And I laughed. I was like, dude, you're not serious. There's no way in the world you're serious. You're not serious that you're that you, you know, you're not gay. No, come on, man. You know, looking back on it, like, like I don't want to be like, you know, oh, I'm sorry, Jim, that I wasn't more understanding. I want to tell you that I was so ignorant to just understanding it, his lifestyle, what he what he, the type of person he was. I was ignorant. And this was my best friend. So it wasn't like somebody I just like, you know, off the street. This was my best friend. So for him to come out and tell me this and me laugh, I felt I, I still feel kind of like, like, dude, you shouldn't have done it. That was stupid. You know what I mean? Like he was really exposing himself and telling you about how he how he felt and who he was. And, you know, Jim, even to this day, bro, like I guess like I, I don't want to be like, I'm sorry. I want to say that, you know, it was ignorant of me not to be able to understand where you were coming from back then. And, you know, to this day, I always say like, yo, like, I wish I could have taken that back. I wish I could have been more understanding and more receptive. And, you know, that's yeah, that's just what I want. But I, don't, I just want to remind you, though, we were not in friendly territory at that moment. And we were not in a safe situation for me to be doing that. The sure. people who were around, in a sense, Jimmy, you like played it off at a time where maybe it wasn't the opportune moment for me to have come out. But I, yeah, I hope you don't feel bad about that. No, but, but it's, it, and again, I mean, I, I tell that story because it's not about being opportune. I love you. You're my brother. Uh -huh. You decided that you wanted to tell me because you love me and you feel like that was mm -hmm. important for you to tell me. So I felt like, like, like I said, it's, it's one of those things where it's not about acceptance because I love my brother because he's my brother, not because of, of, of him being gay. It's who he is. It's, I wanted to be able, this is a, this is a part of you. So for me to be, like I said, not receptive or very close-minded at that time. And I hate to be close-minded. Everybody tell You're me. right. Actually, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> the hell with you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to tell that story because you know, we all we all have times in our life where we wish we could we could take back and change what it was, you know. But you know, like I said, he's a comedian, he's always joking with me. So when he told me, I felt I just felt so so 
so different. Like, yo, bro, like I didn't even know that about you. You know, I had no clue. I did not understand it. I did not understand the community. And like, yeah, it was fairly new. So, you know, Jim, for you to even be sharing your story today, we, you know, we come full circle. I love you for it. I appreciate you for it. So thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Move right along. Ty, I know you got a question, man. What's up, Ty? I know you got a question, boy. Um, this is for um, all three. Jim, Los, and DeVita. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who may be thinking about coming out or they're having troubles coming out? If anyone can start it. Go ahead, Los. I know you want to go first. Yeah. <laughs> God, um, what advice? Be prepared. Be mentally prepared for whatever reaction you get and just don't let either reaction make you or break you. Seriously, because you, you live in your truth. It is the most <laughs> liberating and exciting experience in the human experience. And it's scary. It's okay to be scared. You know, in the, in the, in the name of Medea, don't stay there too long. Come on out, baby. We're here. We're receiving you with open arms because for every person that that will reject you, hopefully that's not the case, there's going to be about 10 or 15 more that are going to love you. And people come around. People come around. It's a new day. Come on out, baby. We're here. (laughs) We're here. Davida? Um, I would definitely say um, don't let anybody pressure you into coming out. Like, definitely do it when you're ready um and when you feel like you know you're in a place to handle that have like some really good friends and a support system you know you're born with your family your blood family but you can choose you know your family that's around you your rainbow family so to speak people that you know you trust and the allies that's lgbtqa the a stands for allies so people that are in the community that you know, that aren't in the community, but are straight, that can help you navigate certain things. Like always just have like a backup plan. Like, you know, for the most part, things turn out okay. It's, it could get a little bit sketchy, especially if you come from, you know, a really religious place like I had come like a background like that. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared for like some backlash, but nine times out of 10, it always comes out on the better side and things always get better. I know that's like the campaign that's been pushed for a very long time, but it does, it really does get better. Like the longer you're out, the more people are adjusted to the idea. Like every day is progress being made. So I agree with those. Just come out if you feel comfortable. And like, there's like a whole big, new, beautiful world, like waiting for you that you couldn't possibly imagine the level of acceptance that you're going to get from yourself and your confidence is going to even take a boost from it. And Jim, what advice do you have? Yeah, I agree with what's been said. You know, there's a new world emerging and you can be part of it. And it's not anybody else's choice. It should be your choice. But you might want to, if you're going to start telling some people, it's, (laughs) you could, if you don't want to tell a lot of people, but you want to just go over to being out, just tell one gossipy person. <laughs> if you're in one of those situations where a workplace where there's no gay visibility, if you tell one person, believe me, everyone else will know by lunch practically. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, if you need to, if you need to stay closeted and keep working on it, just keep working on it. Um, if you're somebody who knows you have the resources, you have the safety, you have the possibility of having um, a, a life as a person who's out. Out, I would say, you know, go there, get there. That's dope. T, I know you got a question, T. What do you see in like 10 years for the community growing forward? Like we've already seen all this progress. Like Davida was talking in 2008. Now we're in 2021. We saw so much. So what do you see then? Personally, I see a gay president, but I don't know about y'all, but you never know. Barack Obama. 
Did you say Barack Obama? Did you just say Obama? Wait. Yeah, Barack Obama. (laughs) Are you saying saying Barack Obama? I think I heard Barack Obama. I think there's interference on this line. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? You said Barack Obama? Yeah. What do you mean? Here we go. Here we go. Here he is. Can we use, if we're we're doing doing conspiracy theories, can we please use his middle name also? No. Oh, Barack, who's name? Barack Hussein. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Usually in a conspiracy, that's included. So, just, uh, oh my lord! Oh, I wasn't ready. No, I wasn't um, ready for that. I was one not expecting time. that. I, I wasn't ready yeah. for that. One time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's not Barack. He's Hussein. <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting that. I, I'll I go on record as saying I believe he's straight. You, you said, I'll, you I'll go straight? on record. I believe he's straight. I believe Absolutely. you're straight too. Uh. Ty, they coming after you. Ty, uh. <laughs> he, he was like, he was like, oh, you guys are playing nice. You don't think so? <laughs> you don't think so? Ty, yeah, Ty, what do you, Ty, Ty you said it. I'm, Ty, we're gonna we're gonna open the floor real quick. And let you, let you elaborate. Oh my god. No, I mean. Before Joan Rivers passed away, I used to cook with Joan Rivers when I worked at QVC. But uh, she had did um she did a gay couple's wedding, and the reporter was questioning her about Barack, and she came out and said, "Well, you know, stop playing around. I mean, everybody knows that he's gay. You know, that was what Joan Rivers said." You drink. Yeah. That's her soul. <laughs> Joan Rivers said a lot in her career. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) She is legend. Well, was legendary. God rest her soul. Yeah, God rest her soul. But she said it. I don't forgot what the question was. What was the question? I I forget now, too. Oh, it was about the future. I don't know, but it's a good transition because it seems like like stand-up comedy and extreme speech go hand in hand. They do. They do. It was about... It was about what you guys see in the future. Like we've already did all this. Like the video was saying, the first gay president. Yeah. Oh, and then I oh, said yeah. gay president, and then Ty said mm. Barack Obama. Go ahead. Yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about a gay president. It could be a while on that. Uh, you go ahead. Oh, I really Mayor think there's gonna be Mayor a cool, uh, almost one minority gay president. Well, you know they have a they have gay they have a is he a governor? I think Colorado. That's a woman. He. <laughs> I think the, Colorado, um, the governor of Colorado is is gay. I think, right? Am yeah, I wrong? he's gay. Transgender, yep. and they have a transgender uh, in Delaware. Th- yes, I sure. I think so. Delaware. I think it's Delaware. <laughs> um, I, I think, think today right. or yet today or yesterday, the first uh, trans woman uh, four star general received her four, her four yep. stars. Yep. Oh, see, it could be President Ty. Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna definitely move, continue to move and make bigger strides. Um I think that we've come so far already, damned if we go back. You know, know what I mean? Good. There's strength in numbers, and I and it's not just here in America, it's it's around the world. We're seeing a lot more countries loosen up mm-hmm. on their laws and their government against gay people and uh, I mean, it feels like ancient times elsewhere, but for here, us in the U.S., we just we we need more people like everyone on this conversation. Just keep spreading love in the name of Biggie. It is the Brooklyn way. So I think that's the direction we're going. And, and we have to and the fight's not over either, because, yes, we have a great president right now. Right. And, a, and well, we have a good president right now and, and, and we have a better administration. Even still, then we, we still have to hold them up, you know 
up to uh, up to guard, so to speak, and making sure that they're still fighting for us as well, even in our local community. So I think I think we're on the right track. I would say, like, even going back to the president. See, I believe Mayor Pete Buttigieg, like mm-hmm. just for him to be like actually considered like on a ballot is very progressive. Like I can honestly say that I was surprised to hear um, different people actually saying, yeah, 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 I would totally vote. But in Colorado, I used to live there for a while. And um, one of the the guy who you were talking about, oh, my God. I can't believe I don't remember his name, but he is the first gay governor. Jared Polis, that's his name. He got he got kind of roasted because he didn't really put his husband in the ads. It was like this woman that was in the ads. And it was like the whole time, like, I was like, why did like I was like, why are the Republicans like showing him and these really effeminate, like almost gay like pictures and stuff on their ads? And then like it's never like it was like it'd be him like with the duck face, like. And I'm like, I'm like, why are they like deliberately going out of their way to make this man look extra suspect in all of his pictures, like all of his political ads, but he never put his husband in there. And then like, we got like a couple calls, like at the news station that I was working at was saying like, I would have never voted for him had I known he was a gay man or whatever like that. So it was like, it kind of confuses me that like politics, like, like, his sexual orientation aside, like he was smart in the way that he played it, that he didn't throw it in people's faces and like he wasn't out there. But at the same time, it was kind of like the fact that you still have to kind of do that, like subconsciously market yourself in a way that makes you more, quote unquote, palatable to like the average heteronormative type of society and way. So I think it's still like a long way to come from that. Like before, <clears throat> I mean, the fact that we was like on a ballot. <laughs> says a lot but before like the first openly gay president I, I, I would say like in the next 10 years i could see something like that you know coming up but i don't know <laughs> like the, the fact that donald won i believe anything's possible at this point in time. Child, like yeah, if anybody you can do whatever you want like if you you might win like <laughs> you just might do it yeah, you know I don't count Donald, nobody out. Donald got in office. You never know. You just never you never know. know. Anybody you can do anything. You never know. Guys, the limit. You got the limit. And listen, we're gonna take a quick break. But I, I want to before we take a break. <clears throat> there's one. There's one question I wanted to really, really ask you guys more in a collective manner. Is is there racism within the community that we don't see? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I have you know. Listen, we we have we have someone of Puerto Rican descent. We have someone of white descent. We have someone of black descent. So I'm, I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to find out because you know, I mean, that's another layer right there that that you have to contend with. Is there racism within? The, is there racism within the community? Now, Davida told me a story one time when she was at school. I found it to be very interesting. You know, I don't. You have to share the story, but I just, I, I definitely wanted to ask. You know, does that exist? You about to get into some things? Serious? You're seriously Ooh. asking? Is this I'm, I'm, I'm definitely asking. I'm definitely asking. You know what? Hold up. Pause that. That's the question. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. That way you can think about it. That way when you come back, we got it. We'll have answers. Right. Yeah, I got you a little bit. You got let, let you let you swallow on that one because I'm sure you guys have some stories. I'm sure you have some some things to say. So we're gonna take a quick break, Fanny. Remember, to call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. It's J I M M Y B O N D S Podcast at gmail.com. You're listening to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast at Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Mecca from Upper Darby. This is the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Every Day Radio. 
Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast and Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you called us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we're continuing our episode and our discussion with, the, with people that are from and part of the LGBT community. Before we went to the last break, I asked a question. And we gave them time to kind of digest the question. The question was, is there racism within the community? I wanted to ask that question because we as African-Americans and Black people, we, we know that there racism, there's racism within our community. There's racism within, there's colorism within our community. There's layers of different racism, not just from white people, but from other cultures as well that we all have to face. So I wanted to know, like, in the community, is there racism at all? Yes, a lot. Yes, a lot. Really? It's- in many cases, it's worse than what you see in the heterosexual community. Really? Um, sa- same thing with misogyny, transphobia, everything, every kind of hate we have within the LGBT community. And um, it's really unfortunate because you would think being part of a marginal community would be a window into somebody else's experience for empathy. Um, but it really isn't for everybody. So uh, among gay men, you know. There's a certain age where the talk about women's bodies and women's health and everything is just so hateful and horrible. Certainly, um, if you look on a dating profile, people will just say right in their profile, I'm not dating anyone who's this. I'm not dating anyone who's that. I don't even want to meet you. Like, don't even send me a message. And it's like, you just blatantly said that in public. Like, you, you don't even, I don't know. Like you just want, like, that's how much you hate other people is that you want everyone to know in your profile, you know? Yeah. There's, it's, there's a lot. It's really horrible. Dang. I I can't say I'm shocked, but I I can also say that it's, it's, that's, that's, that's sad, bro. Like, that's not even like, I can't even say that's just sad. That's like, people are going to be people no matter what. I know that. I understand that society we live in. That's what it is. But, you know, as, as the media portrays it is that we're all inclusive, the rainbow colors were all together. We all love each other. And that, you know, you go to, I've never been to a gay pride parade, but you see it on TV and it just seems like everyone's loving each other and nobody, you know, everyone's accepting each other because of who they are and X, Y, Z, you know, Davida, what, what, what was your experience with it? You say a particular story. I had so many stories that I wasn't quite sure which one you was referring to. Before the break. I, I was, I was talking <laughs> about, the, I was talking about the one that you said when you went on um, the outing and you were out in the, you were out in the woods and somebody raised their hand and asked like you know who would date a black a black lesbian woman who would date who would date and i think some people didn't like yeah some people that wouldn't raise their hand some people didn't raise their hand like you remember that story yeah like honestly that that was just light compared that was light. to that that was light but that was like my first like real time like ever really realizing that okay i was out finally thinking like okay cool I'm going to have a lot more options now, but that's not the case because like certain people only want to date a specific race, even within the LGBT community, they're not dating outside their race, or it's almost like you're going to get fetishized still. And that, and that's just, I don't know, that's just weird on a whole nother level, but it was like, it was just certain things that 
I had seen, like, especially what Jim was talking about, like, when people, you know, even to a, a feminist issue, like, where people will talk about people's bodies, like, gay men will talk about, you know, female anatomy in a certain way that they might not be comfortable with. It comes off as really, like, mad disrespectful at times, where it's like, okay, I get it. Like, I don't like penis, but I'm not going to sit here and bash her. Is at the uh, the dinner table on a <laughs> on a Friday night where we all just trying to drink and, and chill or whatever. But, like, one of the biggest things that I had to do, and it really saddened me because like a lot of these people I was friends with for a while but you know you got to set some boundaries with certain people even inside of the community because I'm glad to see that brown and black have been added to the rainbow um even into the flag because before like even though those were the people who supported me in the beginning as you start to get more comfortable with people like you start to see kind of like their true backgrounds or maybe so where they come from it started to like creep into like conversations where it does tread on a very racist undertone and you'll get that which is why we had like communities just for gay people of color that was outside and certain people in the community didn't like the fact that people gay people of color felt like they needed to have their own space like they were against it like it was almost like a black lives matter versus all lives matter like either we're all under the rainbow or we're not but it's like you can say that when you feel included into a space but when you don't you know it's a way for like people to come out and express that like hey like you know I can walk down the street and I'm always going to be a black woman I can't deny that you might not know I'm a lesbian you might not know I'm bisexual but first and foremost what's going to stand out to you is my color period like and I used to have that conversation with um gay white men all the time I'm like you can present yourself as passing and you still have the same you know rights everything no discrimination whatsoever and it's like how do you you know (laughs) how do you expect me to go to the church at the time where people were where we were like fighting for like gay marriage equality like you want me to go into a black church and explain to why you would need these specific rights but they came down to like a rally that has something to do with anything other than your your particular oppression you wouldn't come you wouldn't support the puerto rican you know day parade you're not coming to that you're not coming to like no asian events you're not coming to no black events like it only deals with that particular form of oppression and that to me always kind of felt like damn like (laughs) you only see like what you want to see and it's a shame like in a community that's already oppressed that there would be that much under the surface that like you said everybody's at the parade they seem happy but even still it's like there's still things that we need to talk about and discuss so that people still feel comfortable enough like even in our own films and stuff you can see the black people be on the outskirts like what do you be seeing the black people in the movies like (laughs) like we're not even represented in like nothing like you don't see us in anything and it's just like very very tailored to like a white gay male experience and that's what people think about when they think of like gay and I just want it to be more like how it is on this show right now like it's it's so much bigger than that and everybody has something to contribute yeah, you Sorry, that was a long uh, No, no, you, <laughs> no, that was beautiful. No, 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 you did. And you said a lot. You said a whole, whole yeah. lot. You really, you really dive into it, and and it's helping me understand a lot more as well. Like this is there's some things that we don't we don't see as as heterosexual people that people have to go through and people have to deal with, and I, that's why I want that's why I really asked the question because the media will show you the surface. You know, it won't show you what's underlined the undertones. Um, you talked about the, the privilege. You know, I, I, I saw Bobby Porter say something recently, or Billy Porter, excuse me, T. I saw Billy Porter say something recently. About, there you go. About Harry Styles. And Harry Styles. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was oh, what like, did he say? He was like, you know, if Harry, if Harry, Styles, Harry Styles is on the front of Vogue because he, he's white and he's, he's straight. Mm-hmm. 
That's why he was on the front of Vogue. You know, Harry Styles wears, wears you know, dresses. He's, he does, like, fashion flexible, yeah. gender flexible. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think what Billy Porter said, I I, I mean, not that I disagree with it. I, I, I mean, I, I agree with it, rather. I know for a fact that was the case. You know what I mean? They want a representation of what this is. Here, they look, here it is. We have it here. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, sometimes I feel like it's, 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 as I tell T, it's, it's clickbait. It's not, you know, it's not really what, what people are living. It's not the truth. They're just really trying to get people to click on this and read this story and mm. make you feel like, like this is, you know, we're all kumbaya over here. Now, evidently from the Vita's experiences, from what Jim is saying, I'm sure I'm going to let low share as well. I'm sure that it's not kumbaya. You know, we all love each other. And this is all great. You know, Los, am I, am I, well, Los, what do you, what do you feel? So here's the thing. And I've been thinking about how to answer this as I'm listening to the other answers and, and replies. Um, because I've seen racism in the community, but it kind of goes back to um, like, like I haven't had anything to, for me per se. I guess I'm kind of blessed in that particular department. Thank God I can say that. But I've seen the other isms and I've been a, a, a victim of other isms. And when I say that, it just kind of circles back to my point of earlier. There's a still a lot of division and a lot of judgment and a lot of um, it's very almost high school clicky in our community. You know, you might look around. I can only speak from what I've seen and what I've grown up. So I could be wrong. Who knows? What do I know? But it's, it's the, um, you, you might see the bears over here and you, then you see the pretty boy Puerto Ricans. And then you see the fly young black brothers in the court. You know what I'm saying? It's not so, I'm sure after a few drinks, we're all integrated, but there's, you still hear commentary and there's still a lot of shade thrown at each other within the community trans, um, what have you, um, gay guys making derogatory comments about, I mean, I've seen it, I've heard it. Uh, I've been called many of things. So there's a lot of, I think, still division amongst um, our community. And I think there's so much more room uh, area for um, improvement in that. Because like you said earlier, it's it's kind of mind boggling for a community that's so marginalized and that has just been pushing so much to, you know, see me, see me, see me, respect me, respect me, give me equal rights. But let me save my gay brother over here and throw you under the bus at the same time and make you feel low. No, no, no. We have to, we have, we still have work, I think, within ourselves. And, and I don't want to generalize everyone when I say this. Everyone's not like that. From what I've seen, it's, you know, it's still out there. So that's my answer with that. But, you know, I, I've seen and I've heard you know, racist derogatory comments to other friends of mine and, and the community. And, you know, it's unfortunate. Unfor- it's unfortunate that we have to deal with that and that anyone has to deal with that. So. I mean, I, I I can't, I mean, that's, this is a part of the show. Where I'm really like just happy that you guys shared what you shared because again, the media will portray it one way. And I always know it's something different. There always, there's something that we're not seeing and something that we don't know. So, you know, I, I really appreciate you guys sharing that. <laughs> Like it's it was even hard getting like people from the the black caucus to validate like uh, as a gay person the human experience like it took like a blackface incident at a a Halloween party like somebody came to like our gay Halloween party in blackface and this was like in two thousand nine and I they was Come like on. they had no idea like that dressing up like I already knew the chick was supposed to be Bill Cosby because because of the sweater. But she didn't have to like paint her face up, <laughs> like to come to this. And it was the all, it was just like an all gay uh, Halloween party. And like she showed up like that. And I was complete, like completely like taken back because I'm just like, whoa, 
Like, how do you not know that this is offensive? So I'm trying to like, like I got some like professors and things to, to actually talk to people and tell them like, why? Like, like it took for me to go to a professor to then get people who were supposed to be in the Black Caucus to come and be like, look, there's like, just because, you know, these people might be more inclusive to one particular part of my identity. Like there's a lot of walls that need to be broken down, like between both communities, like period, like the community of color and then the gay community. Like y'all gotta like see that there's some stuff that we're dealing with and we're not like, we're not being supported in either community. Like there's like a, I would say like, there's like a limbo type of, it's like you standing like on a seesaw type of thing. So you lean in one way and two like, your blackness and then you lean in another way and see your gayness and then at some point it balances out and you're coexisting in both and there's no division in between that and like even having to go through and like meet with people and say like we have to have rules like against discriminatory slurs and conversations in like gay spaces like I had to actually create that based on a girl trying to get another student lynched like this is how far I'm telling you like this shit with really crazy at some point in times like she actually said that like we should go and lynch this man like whose head stole her car or something like that who was also gay and I'm like why do you gotta take it that far like why not whoop his ass or something why why would you have to go take it back to a, a slavery place like why do you have to take it back to a black face why do you have to take it to a place where like it goes be it transcends everything like why you have to do that and then like I was so like offended because I'm like, you sit here and you, you speak to me every day. And I'm like, where's where's your where's that line being drawn in your mind? Like coming from an oppressed, we're all in this oppressed group, but you still feel like a little bit more like better than me. <laughs> like just because of your skin color. Like I might be a white lesbian, but at least I'm not a black lesbian. Like it's still that little twitch, like I'm just a little, I'm just a little bit better. I'm just like what <laughs> like how do you fix yourself yeah, that's deep that's really like deep. it's it's it was that bad i don't know if it's changed i can't speak on what it is now but i know like being on the forefront and helping to push like safe spaces was a big deal for me and i'm glad that i was able to create some safe spaces especially like Penn state and things like that where in uh, traditionally white campuses and things like that you gotta have those kind of spaces because if you don't the, there's never a finish line for racism. It'll just keep going. Like they'll keep <laughs> they'll keep pushing uh, it and pushing it as far as it'll go. Like no so. I, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Ty, you got a question, Bull? Yes, I would like to know what is everybody's take on the fake Dave, Dave Chappelle talking about what he was talking about. The fake Dave Chappelle. Oh, the here we go. J.K. Rollins. It's not a theory. Why did why did Jim just roll out of sync? He just roll out of screen. Jim just (laughs) (laughs) rolled. Ay ay ay. But they should know. Who on first? Los. He was talking about uh, the author J.K. Rowling, uh, author Harry Potter series, and um, he mentioned her as a TERP, which is an acronym for transgender exclusionary radical feminist. And I think that caused the biggest problem right there. And I want to know they what was y'all taking on that? They still taking heat on that. Jim, what are you, you going to say, Jim? Well, just that, you know, if you look, <laughs> wait, let's wait, look wait, at some, I think we should go back in history a little bit and think about mm-hmm. some like examples of, you, from the past. You, 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 you I, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. We were really hurt and mad at him at one point, And he went to great lengths to, you know, say, oh, well, I, 
I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have said that. And he looks at his old stuff and cringes. And Dave looks at some of his old stuff and cringes. And so, you know, I don't know. I think when you, I think shock value is a young man's game. And <laughs> the further you get away um, from your youth, the less you use shock value. Yeah, I think we could have been talking about how, you know, these trans inmates of Rikers Island are going to get sent upstate instead of to city facilities. And there was a big protest about it yesterday. And there's a decision that like they they are going to be going upstate when Rikers closes. That puts them in greater danger. And there's a there's a bill in Congress where they're going to turn $3.5 million into just $2 million, right, to help of, of public works. And so I think there's so many other things that actually hurt people even more than extreme speech from a, from a stand-up comedian. Um, and, you know, but I do think um, he's going far on purpose. And, you know, he said he's going to stop and step away. And so it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen with the distance that he's putting between himself and his current work. It'll be interesting to see what happens in, in the conversation. In my opinion, because I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I'm, so, so I'm a little biased, but I'm a, I'll, 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 I'll give it to you um, straight. I, I, because I don't want to, I don't want to ruin um, the thought. So comedy, right? So there's that one thing, right? Comedy is supposed to be that one thing where we can take all the painful BS out of life. I almost said shit. I don't know if we can swear on your show or not, but um, sorry. Out of life and and just try to make either a little sense of it or just, just, you know, make a little humor out of it just to lighten up the load. Right. So there's that one thing. And and I I love all the trans community. I love everybody down to dogs and cats. Please don't let anyone get offended listening to this. But in my opinion, I think he hit a lot of key points. Was I a fan of him saying that he's team? Uh, what was it? Tur- what What's it called? What's the acronym again? I'm sorry. He said team turf. Uh-oh. Thank you. Thank you. I can understand the point he was trying to make coming at it from the female perspective, but you know, I don't really agree with all that, but no, one. I feel like we didn't emphasize enough. I feel like the media took that one thing and just ran off with it because the way he ended that show was so eloquent and so such a, He's a damn good storyteller. And it's not that he sat there and bashed us. I didn't feel bashed at all. I felt I understood that man's point. And, and I think the media keeps forgetting he had an openly trans uh, female, yes, trans female open his show when he talked about uh, Daphne and what all that. I, I don't know. I, I think there's so much more that we can really in our community focus on in terms of right because then he said that the division was that the trans community went after Daphne when she stood again when she stood for him on Twitter and then she killed herself I don't know if any, hopefully you guys have all seen the special by now I hope I'm not ruining anything but that goes back to what I was saying earlier again there's still so much division inside so we need to come to the table and it, it, you know they need to come to the table and, and first of all not come so angry because if you come angry you're already going to come with that approach that you're not willing to listen you're already disagreeing we need to just sit down and talk more i don't think what he said was too far out of line but again that's just my opinion and, and i got t- i just spoke about this on my last episode on the show uh me and my fellas who are all straight but they didn't see the special so whatever but then i got attacked for my opinion about that uh i'm transphobic apparently I'm like, no, I love my trans brothers and sisters. I love you. 
I don't know. I I just think there was they're they're bashing him for way too much. It's unnecessary at this point. I think there's a lot more things that we could be focusing on and other things that he said in that special. Um, and he's for. I mean, I I was watching Madonna on her concert the other day on Paramount, and it's so funny in the midst of all this. He, who comes out in the show? Dave Chappelle. Um, and just voicing his opinions for our community and what she's done. So I know he's pro us, but everyone's entitled to their own opinion, I, I guess. No, you good. You good. <laughs> Davida, which, Davida, how do you feel? Was it just me or did y'all personally feel like he was kind of, he felt kind of like personally attacked and offended that trans people thought that he didn't like them? Like, it's almost like, you know, when yeah, you say, like, I got that. Dang, like, I, I, I stuck up for you and I did this for you. And then you come at me like over, something like I, I feel like he was more so like felt personally attacked by the transgender community <laughs> and that's like and then I think that like it kind of showed like you know how big of a deal he is like do I think people should like walk out and like lose their jobs over it nah it's gonna blow over I don't think that he's like transphobic at all like I really don't like I don't I don't feel like that and I don't feel like he's like anti-gay and I feel like that's and for a Muslim <laughs> black man to say that like it's like okay like yo he do you realize like how big of a deal that is for somebody from that background to even come out and support you in like any type of way like in any type of way so that's why i feel like he's not gonna be canceled the people that are coming out i feel like caitlin jenner has done a bigger disservice to the the trans community than dave Chappelle has ever done (laughs) for the trans community like so let me sip my tea uh, he's not gonna Ooh. be canceled. Nothing's gonna happen. Like, well, you saw he said, "If this is what cancel feels like, I effing love it." When they were trying to cancel him for saying it. Yeah, but, well, but, but oh, I'm sorry. It, it feels it literally feels no probably feels no different because he's still yeah. do the, the, whatever he's doing. Like, I mean, what is he gonna get book more on like Fox or something? Like Fox News gonna come? Like yeah, those no. are the people who came out after it was like, this is why. We can't say anything because comedian Dave Chappelle is being attacked. It's like the fact that they even try to piggyback off of this man. Like it kind of, it, it threw me off, but it's like, it kind of like reminded me of this episode where like Oprah had like these people on who were like a part of the clan or something like that. And she gave them a platform, unknowingly gave them a platform to use her show as a, as a way to like legitimize like hate speech or something like that. And I feel like because he's such a big name and he's like, he has everybody's attention especially on netflix where it's super accessible like everybody has a netflix account everybody can watch the special it's like i don't feel as though it warranted especially how he brought it back together like most was saying like towards the end of that how he set up you know like a a fund for daphne's daughter to go to school and like to actually take care of the people who who are from that community I, i don't feel like that's a malicious thing like if he was really transphobic why would he do that like Mm-hmm. For me, it, it just kind of it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really make any sense. It's like it's a it was could he have like talked about it less? Sure, but I think it was just coming from like a place of hurt. Like in my opinion, he just really seemed like he took he took the the jabs definitely more to heart than he did like from the first two specials or whatever like that. I feel like he took it like 
I'm a black man. I'm used to oppression. You got to laugh a little bit (laughs) in order to get past some of this, this hurt that you're experiencing. And if you can't take a joke, it's like, you know, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like, I I can't be, you know, at this point, it's like, I understand where they're coming from and they have a right to be upset about it. And not every, not every trans person is mad, but I, you know, a lot of the people that's outspoken in the community are upset about it. But me personally, I feel like just from his background, like, I don't feel like it's malicious and the fact that he is helping, you know, and bring, I don't know about the turf thing, you know, that was the first time I ever really heard of that. <laughs> I didn't know, know what that was. Uh, and I know you can't cancel the lady who did Harry Potter. So, I mean, she's still going to get her back. <laughs> <laughs> they won't cancel, cancel JK. They, they won't cancel JK. Can't cancel a building. They can't cancel JK. Money talks. They can't cancel JK. Well, but here's yeah, the thing, nah, too, like, is that I, I feel like there was a sense we were talking about racism in the community and just racism in general, right? Earlier. But um I, well, first of all, we went through four years. No, let me start over. I'm not trans, so I can't tell someone how to feel in that particular area. I want to start that by saying. But at the same time, I feel a, we live in a time where no one knows how to take a joke anymore. No, yep. It's don't. everyone's uber sensitive. Very much We've so. all been traumatized in the last year and a half of pen. So, you know, you could sing happy birthday in the wrong key to me and I might just get pissed off. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so there's that, right? I think that we just came off of four years of uh, someone in the office tweeting the most belligerent things grabbing women by the vaginas before he even got into the office and we accepted it well we might not have accepted it but no one really did so much to tackle all that was being said so i feel like when he mentioned the baby even though i didn't agree with that yeah with, with the baby said yeah but he did say what a teachable moment yeah what a teachable moment a flame monroe is someone recently in the trans community who i've been living for and she's been speaking a lot and transgender comedian in regards to this and and she makes a lot of great points too you know where was all this we're fighting over all the silly things pronouns this that and that but meanwhile they're taking away your rights in this category and that category there's that component as well but again you know you can't tell someone how to feel you can't and i'm gonna know my place on that too but but my god we do live in a sensitive time don't we yeah we do we live in a very sensitive time we we live in probably the most sensitive time davita my bad and i was just saying it's just sad because like a couple years ago like knowing a few transgender people i don't know if y'all watched pose was a very very big reality where the fact that people are able to work in an industry like that's not the sex trafficker industry because that's literally where people is just throwing away these transgender kids like to these jobs that just like take their body and their gender and treat it as like a spectacle. And it's, it's like a disrespected way. So I understand how people could be hurt or feel attacked by somebody saying that, yeah. you know, gender is, um, what did he say? It was like a, like a fact or whatever. It's or a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's I'm a fact that. where it's, it's an expression to certain people. So, you know, it's just about how people are being able to be treated. Like I'm so proud of like how, like, you know, I have like people who are in management, people who are running companies, people who are like in pol- like politicians who are never were able to get those chances, like who are in the LGBTQ community, like openly trans are being elected. Like this is a, a wonderful time. And I, I don't think that like that people are look like just stop and like look at the whole picture, like the fact that you can argue for your pronouns, like the fact that there is a button <laughs> for your pronouns now, like the progress is so huge, like. And I just don't want people to just get caught up on just that one, like, voice in this huge thing. Like, where we've come so far is so, it 
in the, in like the next 10 years, like who's gonna remember this this stand-up moment? And that's, that's mm-hmm. like who's right gonna now, remember that? They're gonna they, remember they're, they're not. No no one's they're not gonna remember next Nobody's week for, remember for 10 years from now. I mean they're not gonna remember it. I mean it's just not gonna be Jim, what are we gonna say? My bad. I personally feel like um when I wanna see change in the world, my first way that I look to do it is not to go after artists, whether they're comedians, painters, novelists. You know, I, I mean, I think public policy is, uh, you know, and and politicians would be a better uh, use of our collective rage. And I and you know, by the same token, you can't tell a, a comedian what to what to make jokes about. But I feel like Dave has the whole world he could go after. Um, so that's something to think about too. Yeah, it's like do, do these two sides really need to be fighting each other? No, is, is my yeah, no. I mean, no. That, that's, that's, no, they don't. They really don't. And that's that's a great point, Jim. That's I mean, all of you, you guys have brought up some great points. I, the question you asked was was, you know, <laughs> it, it was it was more on a on a just a general basis. But I, the fact that you guys elaborated on it and were able to really let us know and articulate exactly how you felt about it, because if you look at the media, oh, man, all, all hell's breaking loose. The whole the whole LGBT community is against Dave Chappelle. If you read the stories. You know, and even down to the the CEO, the co-CEO of Netflix coming out and saying he screwed up and defending Dave or defending the show or defending whatever. And I think I think the girl Gabby, I forget her, the girl, the, the woman Gabby, I forget her last name. She she said she said, fuck you to Netflix because they included her in, in some in, in some defense of it. And it's just for me, it's it's a whole I don't know. It, it has to be more. People got to lighten up a little bit. You know, we have to lighten up a little bit. We, you know, it, it's, I mean, if I related to, to just racism in itself for us, I mean, it would be like, you know, shoot, I remember getting on the phone and hearing somebody racist say something racist on the phone to me and me having to be like, yeah, 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 whatever. I know you're old school. I know you're racist. I don't give a shit. It's, you know, it's, it does, it shouldn't affect you. It, you shouldn't wake up in the morning and you, that be your anger. You know what I mean? You should mm-hmm. be angry about other shit. There should be other things mm-hmm. you're angry about in your life. Right. Like, like you said, there are your rights are being taken away. You know, there's only certain states in this country where, where gay people are allowed to get married for crying out loud, meaning that you're only allowed in certain parts of this country. Like that should be something you're upset about, not what Dave Chappelle said. Who gives a shit what Dave Chappelle said? That man's getting yeah. paid. He's getting paid six million dollars, six million dollars to do a, to do a freaking show for an hour. Like you're mad. Like, what are you mad about? You think he's mad? Come on now. Like. Let's be serious, okay? So the fact of the matter is, like, it it, it has we got to open up our minds a little bit more, not be as sensitive as we are to everything. I also think that we have to open up our minds and be more empathetic to what people are going through at the same time. It has to be a balance act. It can't be one way or the other. You have to balance it. And you got to take things to what people are saying and also the background that they have for the people who are saying it. Because if we don't, then, you know, we're always going to be at each other's throats or somebody's about to get canceled for whatever reason you know what i mean and i like i like dave ty calls him the fake dave Chappelle because he doesn't think that's dave Chappelle. he thinks that's it's because he got buff and his voice is raspy ty's like that's not dave Chappelle. that's that's not dave ty's even sent me some videos saying that that that, that's not dave what's up what's up Uh, you know i i wonder if if dave was a white comedian saying all that do you think that the media would would still no, I I, I kind of knew the answer. No. But I want to hear it from everybody else. No, I feel like white yeah. comedians have been ripping on trans people forever. Yeah, yeah, and Jim, you would know. Like, no, no, that's not. No, no, I, it's I, it's evident that because he's black, that that's an issue. 
And because he Dave Chappelle, that that's an issue. Which he was referencing to, and this is what I got through that special, is that referencing the when and referencing the baby too. It's just like he's like, you know, I, I don't know. I just I just took a whole different tone from that. Like I, I got a few different messages from the special, other than what the media is so focusing on. And I think that's one of the things, you know, if these people that make these comments were white, would we be um canceling darling in society? And I hate that stupid word, you know. Uh, yeah unfortunately go cancel credit card you can't cancel people you can only hold people accountable exactly you can't cancel people right well i think the the other thing is like we're we're using this word cancel and like we're all using it to mean different things is it is harvey a cancel or is dave a cancel i mean like i just think we should all get more specific because we've allowed we've allowed that word to like replace uh I don't know. There's lots of degrees of ways people can respond to something, you know? It's really about accountability and holding people accountable for their words and, you know, creating dialogues. But I just hate this whole cancel culture that we I mean, there there are things we need to cancel. We need to cancel racism. We need to cancel poverty. We need to cancel people not having jobs. We need to cancel people not eating. We need to cancel. We need to cancel people being discriminated against by because of the color of their skin. I'm not, I don't care about the gender. I'm talking about the color of their skin. I don't care what they look like. I'm talking about just, that's what we need to cancel. Not people. We need to cancel these, these isms, these philosophies, these ideas that, that people have, are holding us back from that don't allow us to move forward as a society. That's what we need to cancel. You know, forget mm. that. If you want to cancel Donald Trump, cancel Donald Trump in your own time. Who gives a shit? If people are going to still be racist, people are still going to be homophobic, people are still going to be transphobic, Still, people are still going to be these people that they are. You can't change that. There's nothing you can change about these people. So you have to let them be whoever they are. If they're ignorant, let them be ignorant. And I mean okay. that in a negative But But being that we're aware that there's racism, misogyny, all these different things in our culture, and we all know that there's an intersection of oppression and an yeah. intersection of privilege yeah. when the people who are at the intersection of oppression are trying to tell us, Hey, from where I am, I can barely get a job. I can barely, That's I don't point. have the rights in this society. I think we should be listening downwind of privilege. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I that's agree. a beautiful point. I agree. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And I know, listen, we got to We got to wrap the show. We have, man, we have dived in to night and i think for for you know i think we're gonna have to do this again i think because it's 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 healthy it's a way to really bring people together and and communicate in a different form a different a different atmosphere as people say safe places you know what i mean like you got to be safe with what you're saying everybody's different everybody's voice is is different so i i I appreciate uh, shoot I, i the team appreciates you guys the family appreciates you guys coming on and sharing your story sharing your experiences really opening up stuff that we didn't know letting us know about stuff we didn't know. Um, I'm, I've been educated tonight. I'm so happy to, to say that. You know what I mean? I've, I've I've learned so much tonight just talking to you guys. So I really appreciate you coming on. T, you got something to say before you, before we leave, T? I just want to say thank you. It was very informative. Mm. And your stories, I I will remember. Like, it was, it was, I love it. Thank we you. Thank you. Thank you thank for you having so us. Thank you, thank you yeah, for man, having y'all, us. Y'all been dope. Thanks y'all for holding space. Yeah, y'all been dope. Ty, you got something to say, bro? Yes, I enjoy listening to Los, Davida, and Jim. Um, it was just a good discussion and conversation all around. Yeah. 
Yeah. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. We gotta do this again, family. We really will. Definitely. Um, you know, we probably open this conversation again probably next season because I feel like this conversation needs to keep going and you know, you invite some other people on and, and open the forum because people need to know, man. People need to understand it. Hey, it's differences out here. Everybody ain't the same. Don't blanket the whole community because once you blanket the whole community, I say yeah. blanket at black people. And I don't mean to always make this comparison, but you blanket black people, you're making a mistake. You know what I mean? Like, like you really Ooh. are. You're making a mistake. We're not all the same because we look like we ain't all the same. Okay. Um, you know, so I just think it's important that we educate ourselves through each other about people's lives, about people's about people's experiences and, and respect them and, and enjoy learning more because that's how we get better as people. I always tell people the reason why we do this podcast is so that we get better every day, every minute, every hour. We get better at who we are. And we we evolve as people, you know what I mean. And that's that's really the goal of the podcast. We yeah, we talk about, you know, all the stuff we talk about. We but we always want to challenge society, and challenge the the societal norms that we live under. And I think tonight was definitely something that we did. We challenged the norms, and that's really what what I feel like we reached our goal. So I can't thank y'all enough. The team can't thank y'all enough. The family can't thank y'all enough. So thank y'all so much from the bottom of my heart for coming on tonight. Is there anything you guys want to say before we cut before we go? Thanks for having us. Don't forget to check out the Jimmy Bonds mixtape. Download the Jimmy Bonds mixtape. Check out the Jimmy Bonds mixtape. <laughs> you, you, you hear that plug, right? That's my that's that, my, that I was, my brother. I told you it was my brother. Go, go to YouTube and check it out. Do, do, go to YouTube. Type in Jimmy Bonds mixtape. You'll find it. Go ahead. My bad. Let's go ahead, bro. <laughs> Uh, check out the Jimmy Bonds mixtape. Check out the Jimmy Bonds mixtape. Honey, check out that mixtape. And when you're done listening to it, please come on over to Losa's Lounge and let's have a little fun and talk about life. It'll be no great. Doubt. No <laughs> doubt. I definitely, I definitely and put all of you like go it. check out his, 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 his podcast. Losa's Lounge is on all the platforms. It's a great show. You need to go check it out. He speaks his mind. He tells the truth. And I think sometimes we just need to, mm. you know, let, let loose and be ourselves. So, those I really appreciate you coming on tonight. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone on this call. Thank you Listen, so much for having this me. Has been dope. Davida, what you got to say, sis? Oh, I was just going to say thank you for just having this safe space where everybody could talk and not feel, you know, no type of way, no disrespect to nobody who's listening. Um, this is all just opinions from just regular people. And I'm not going to say like I'm... Uh, you know, a gay expert or anything like that or a trans expert. So please, please, please don't be all up in my uh Instagram messages or nothing like that. <laughs> but anything that I part. Did, like like don't at me, don't come at me like we have one-on-one conversations. Like I'm just here just to spread peace and love and I'm willing to have any conversation as long as it's respectful and it goes both ways. So yeah, thanks, yeah. Jim. I appreciate it. No, no, no doubt. We appreciate y'all. Well, fam, that's going to wrap the show. That's going to wrap the show. Remember, family, you call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, remember, we are still in a COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please wash your hands, wear your mask, practice social distancing. I'm not going to hold it against you if you're vaccinated or you're not vaccinated. It doesn't matter. Let's all be safe. Let's all keep it together. And make sure you tell your friends, your family, and your loved ones that you love them because you never know when you might get another chance. That's going to wrap the show. Jim, I know you, what you want to say, Jim? You want to say something before we leave? What you want to say? What you, you going to point out? 
Which one? Uh, I was that? joking. I was joking because I didn't know if you we were about to start a vaccination debate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not going to do Let's that. Let's all no, go no. on record. Hold on. No, 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 we're not. Uh, okay, we're we're okay, not going okay, there. Okay. Like we're not going. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. A whole <laughs> you already podcast. got more out of us about Chappelle than any of us meant to say. And, and believe me, I know. <laughs> I definitely know. I, uh, Todd, that was, a good, that was a great question. Todd. Great question. But um, family, listen, I, w- I definitely want to thank y'all for listening every week when we put out, put out a podcast. Thank y'all for the support. We are at mm-hmm. 11,100 downloads and we are counting and going going higher because of you every week listening. I got a call today from somebody telling us they enjoyed the podcast about the siblings. So I can't thank y'all enough for listening to us and what we talk about and what we're doing. You know, we're going to keep this going. The love is real. The love is pure. And I, I'm humbled. The team is humbled by it. So fam, that's going to wrap the show. Y'all be safe. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, remember, family, we are still in the COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on.